Welcome to Arch North. Your <laughs> see, I've already done. See, I've already done. I've already screwed up the tagline. Welcome to Arch North, your community connection for everything art in. I usually say Northern BC, but I'm going to say Prince George. Sweet. Northern BC. And BC, and maybe nationally. Hopefully. Who knows? Hopefully one day. I'm here with <laughs> Hannah Mink, Mink. right? Did yes. I pronounce that you right? Yeah. M I N. Oh, maybe C K. Right yeah. on. <laughs> and Hannah, we were talking. Uh, we met at Mills. Yeah. Uh, in the art department. Yeah. Buying art supplies, and I love your story. Thank you. You, uh, and a lot of people say, a lot of people say, well, I don't have a story. What am I going to say? Well, what yeah. am I going to talk about? I think I said that to you, actually. Like, yeah. I don't think anyone's going to want to listen to me, but. But no, you went, okay, so you got Disney. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Disney. Disney. Oh, that's a big deal, I man. I know. He's stamped on my the back of my arm. I got a Mickey Mouse tattoo. Is that Mickey Mouse or yeah. is that Steamboat Willie? That's a vintage That's Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Yeah. 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 And high-level athlete, like national um, I played Team BC Volleyball for a few years, and um, I always wanted to go out for Team Canada and stuff. I had friends that played for Team Canada, um, but I was my knees were quite bad, so I had a lot of injuries at a, like 16, 17, 18, and I knew that if I kept pushing it, mm-hmm. it was gonna was not gonna be a happy old person. So <laughs> <laughs> I um, yeah, I, but I did play overseas in South Korea. We went and trained over there. That was cool to have that experience, and then. Um, I had some offers to go play pro in Europe, but I didn't take them because I wanted to do art for school as well. So mm-hmm. life took me in a different direction. Here nothing right. wrong with <laughs> nothing wrong with art taking you in a different direction. Yeah, yeah. Do you miss volleyball? Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah. I like. I mean, I do. I don't miss. A- there's certain aspects that I don't miss of it. Um, politics and all that. It's oh really? Every sport. Um, but I do miss, I miss competing. I miss playing. That was where I felt most, probably most myself in my life, most Mm -hmm. comfortable. Like anyone, I feel like anyone who really knows me has seen me play volleyball or has played with me Mm -hmm. and experienced that kind of side of my life. Um, it's funny because a lot of my closest friends now in this, you know, time period of my life don't know me as that athlete. They know me as like the Disney loving artist (laughs) and, you know, um, nerd that loves star wars and stuff but yeah no i like my athlete side was always like my most prominent that's what i always most identified with i guess do you think that has given you like a drive uh a sort of a an intensity when it comes to your art do you think that transfers over um maybe maybe i'm competitive by nature like i'm very like if you play a board game with me i'm very competitive full contact monopoly (laughs) (laughs) but like i um i'm also i try to stay pretty laid back just i think that comes in with the anxiety stuff as well that i've dealt with in my life so i try to stay pretty even keel but um i think the art has been more so um like a a a form of therapy for me like Mm -hmm. probably like it is for most artists like I feel um most of us have that side of like wanting to just like sit in our space and create and it's kind of like a form of meditation I guess um where you just don't think about much else and you just exist in it's a safe place totally it's a safe place yeah and I feel like if I ever I'm struggling or like I'm too overwhelmed or whatever like if I'm working a lot at my job I need to go draw for a few hours and just sit with nobody around and kind of just decompress Mm -hmm. it helps yeah uh so volleyball uh, bc whoops volleyball bc and then did you did you go to school for so so art took you in a different way yeah so i yeah like i had offers to go play professionally in like italy and stuff um Sometimes I wish I would have known what that would have been like because I have a lot of friends that did that and super cool and I'm super proud of all them and everything. But yeah, I always wanted to um, go to school. Originally, my goal, like since I was like four years old, I've wanted to work for Disney. Mm -hmm. Um, The first time I ever went to Disneyland, my parents took me and I just remember like, like sitting on my dad's shoulders at a parade being like, oh my gosh, like I need to be a part of this some way, somehow one day. Um and 
yeah so it was always on my radar so it was hard because it was always like oh volleyball 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 but how am I gonna fit in Disney you know like yeah so um when it came time to like graduate high school I had a decision to make do I go over to Europe and explore that or do I go play um at university that has an arts program as well um so I ended up taking that I went to Malaspina or Vancouver Island University in Nanaimo on the island. Mm-hmm. Um, that didn't turn out as I had hoped, like a lot of things in life do. Um, yeah. yeah, I ended up having emergency surgery when I got there and had my appendix out. So I was kind of out of commission to play for a couple months after that. And coaching was not the greatest experience for me. <laughs> he had like, I had had some promises kind of almost made to me and um, as a first year, I was really excited, and then I basically was kind of tainted, I think, after my surgery and everything, so I never really ended up. Were you there on a scholarship? Uh, essentially, yeah, but Canada, we don't really pay our athletes like they mm-hmm. do in the States, so yeah. um, I did have opportunities to go full scholarships in, in the U.S., which now I'm kicking myself because I would love to have dual citizenship one day. Like, that's kind of my goal is to, to be down in Los Angeles or California, mm-hmm. Um and that might have been an easier way for me to go to school down there. But, uh, you know, you make decisions and it's hard. You're it's 18. never too late. No, you're 18 making these like big adult decisions. And that's what I try and tell people now. I'm like, don't put too much pressure on yourself. Like here I'm turning 30 in February in a few months. And I'm like, I still like I'm still figuring it out. And these I see all these young kids and they're like, oh, I don't know what I want to do. And I'm like none of us do like that's no. I think the key to life is to remember I think honestly like when you're a kid you think oh when I get to be an adult I'll have it all figured out and then you become an adult and you're like we're all just children in adults bodies trying to do yeah. our best like nobody <laughs> really knows what they're doing I think especially so. artists totally yeah right? like I know what is it the song the 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 uh the Oh, the um, sun sunscreen song, wear sunscreen. Oh. And he talks about about some of the, you know, some of the, um, some some interesting people I know don't know what they want to be at 30. Yeah. The most interesting people I know don't know what they want to be at 45. Yeah. I'm 55 and I still don't know what I want to be. I know though now I figured out, well, I've got probably 15 working years left, yeah. maybe 10, yeah. and and I want to figure, I want to find a place, and I think I have found a place where I can finish that, yeah, that off, and yeah. still do my art. Well, yeah, and I think, I mean, it's so cliche, like everyone always says, you know, I just want to be happy, but I mean, at the end of the day, that's the main goal for all of us, I think, is like just finding that those spaces in life in regards to relationships or work or career or places you live where you just feel like happy. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you're young, you're like, you're so ambitious and that's amazing and that's great. But I think sometimes we set these expectations in our head of like what it has to be like. And then when we don't accomplish those things, we feel like we've almost failed. And it's like, I, like, I don't think that like in life, I don't know, again, cliche, but I always think like in life, we don't, like we either win or we learn we don't really lose i agree in any in any aspect so um if you look at those things as failures like you're just gonna completely always feel down about you know but maybe like your life was meant to take you in a different direction right Mm -hmm. so maybe you weren't meant to get that job that you were hoping for but like an even better one will come along that just happened so that just happened so i applied i had applied to be the gen the assistant general manager at the the symphony okay i have the qualifications as a manager and however they didn't feel I was a good fit for them so I had to ask Teresa who's the general manager now I said can you can we sit down and discuss this because I want to find out where I can improve yeah and uh, so she told me my administrative skills are probably weak but she's got it bang on right Right. they're weak Uh, so I didn't get the job and I didn't worry about it because I know I'm I'm I really believe that when one door closes several others open and and I'm being prepared by the universe for something even better. Totally. So this job yeah. came along. Yeah. And right. and no matter what you kind of believe, like, I mean, I, I am a Christian. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people actually don't know that about me. It's not something I was raised with. Mm-hmm. It's something that I actually found when I got quite sick a few years ago. Um, 
and yeah, I I always kind of pray the same thing. And no no matter what you believe in, right, as the higher power, the universe, whatnot, I always like ask God, like you know, close all the doors that aren't for me and open the ones that are, mm-hmm. because that's kind of all that I really want now. Because mm-hmm. as you get older, it's like <laughs> I almost don't want that control anymore. <clears throat> Excuse me, I just I want like. I want things to happen as they're supposed to, because if you try to control too much, then you feel it brings anxiety and it's mm-hmm. like, it's too stressful. I don't want to do that anymore. Um, so yeah, I, I think definitely like a door closes another. I'm not a open. Christian, but I pray every day. Yeah. I believe in a God. Right. It's just a God of my understanding. Right. And and I'm the same way. I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I don't know what's for me, but give me the strength to to do it, whatever yeah, it is, whatever you have path. planned for me, man. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And as long yeah. as you're happy and and he- like healthy, yeah. especially health is a big thing that I've realized is important. Um, yeah. That's, well, health. That's you got sick. You were saying you you yeah. got so you don't have to go into details, but no, I'm yeah. super open about it. I mean, it it's kind of like I feel like a beating a dead horse I've talked about it so many times or a broken record or whatever you want to call it but um I yeah I found out I was working at Disney um Disney Interactive in Kelowna and I just started feeling really off and I was taking on a lot more projects and like I wasn't in an artist position um I kind of started at the bottom because I don't have a degree in art I never finished and sometimes they won't really look at you too much if you don't have a degree. I think that's starting to change now, which is very nice. Yeah. Um, And it's more about networking and your portfolio and your drive and your passion, Mm -hmm. which is great for artists. Um, But I think like, yeah, I so I was at Disney and uh, working, trying to work my way up, basically job shadows, projects, side projects. I was trying to work overtime to prove that like I'm here and I'm wanting to work and I want this and this is my dreams. Um, tattooed Mickey Mouse on my arm to prove that even more. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I um, I ended up feeling not not well and I didn't know what it was. Um, and I had seen doctors. I didn't have a full time doctor down there, so I'd go to like clinics, get tested. Um, and I hate like I'm like most people do not love going to the doctor, hate needles, terrified of needles since Same I was a child. Here. Since like, it makes me feel anxious just thinking about it right now. But, um, yeah. And I was like begging for blood work because I didn't know what was wrong with me. And that's a terrible feeling to have at 26 years old. Um, so yeah, I basically found out that I had had, um, like I was very anemic and my iron levels were low. Um, and then I eventually found out that I have a pituitary tumor. Um, oh. so it's benign, but it's a, it was a, the last time I've had it scanned with an MRI is four millimeters and it basically like gives off this hormone called prolactin, mm-hmm. which is very prominent actually in women's, like when they get, when women get pregnant, mm-hmm. um, it helps like produce breast milk and all that. And it's, it's a, it's a hormone that's really like it's not fun if you're not pregnant to have. I guess, I'm yeah. sure it's not fun if you are. I've never been pregnant, but um, yeah, so it really has kind of, it, it made my hormonal levels kind of all over the map. Didn't know what was wrong with me. I felt like I was losing my mind, like felt like hot, flashy, headaches, migraines, like everything. Um, and it was not fun. But then when I found this out through through testing and everything, got myself a really good doctor um, down in Kitsilano and in mm-hmm. Vancouver, um, paid out of pocket for that with my family's help. Um, super grateful for my parents. You know, they've been awesome. But like, it's been a tough few years. Like, so this happened, oh my gosh, I was 26. So I'm 29 now, almost 30. So it's been almost three years of, well, over three years of this before I knew what was going on, um, being sick and feeling like I was losing my mind and, um, having doctors telling me, oh, it's just mental health. And I'm like, no, I promise you it's not like there's something going on. I can feel it. So yeah, it's, um, I was on medication and I decided I, (laughs) I've never been one to take medication, like not even Tylenol. And, um, 
yeah, I basically weaned myself off of it, which I probably don't do that, but, um, it worked best for me and I decided, you know, I want to use like supplements, um, and, try more of a natural approach. I had done a lot of research with functional medicine, which I'm a huge supporter and advocate for functional medicine, which is basically just a way of treating your body um, by having the doctors look at the whole perspective and everything going on in your body rather than just like treating the symptom and like, you know, masking it with yeah, medication. With medication, yeah. So yeah, these doctors, they always try and get you off of medication if they can and heal your body based on, you know, other tests that they do. So, yeah, basically I had a lot of tests done and I, I'm still not perfect. I struggle with my health on a daily basis. Like, um, anxiety does come into play when my hormones are not mm-hmm. right. I mm-hmm. can feel it. Um, but I do the best that I can right now and I try and manage through healthy eating. I changed my diet completely. Um, but, yeah, I'm a huge huge advocate for, for so being an athlete probably wasn't i mean to be able to change your diet and eat healthy that that wasn't a a, a big stretch for you then. it was super easy like it was a lot of people um think i'm crazy the way that i what? eat <laughs> yeah. i've gotten a little bit more relaxed as i figure it out mm-hmm. but um i cut out gluten dairy soy eggs corn um any type of meat that wasn't like grass-fed or um like not no hormones no hormones yeah um i still um, try my best to stick to a lot of that i do eat eggs again i do eat corn again i love corn i can't i love like mexican food and like tortillas <gasps> me and too i I'm can't like, tacos away. if like, somebody says tacos yeah. i'm like oh i love you tacos <laughs> like my fate i can't live without like mexican street tacos when i go down to socal i'm just like, that's all i want to eat so. i've got a friend who is also an artist uh he was one of he was the first first person on the podcast okay Joseph Cunningham. Okay. And he he was our he was, so we're we're at Amanika Arts. I forgot to let everyone know we're at <laughs> Amanika Arts in the studio. I was here doing kicking around doing some stuff and asked Hannah if she could come in, and he was the Joseph was the artist in residence here for September or oh, no nice. no August I can't remember sometime in the summer. Cool. He's down in Mexico with oh. his with his partner. Jealous. And uh, and they're going through. She's from Colombia, so they're oh, going okay. through Mexico. Yep. And he keeps putting up these pictures of great food. And you're like, please <laughs> stop. I, I don't love Mexico. I just you yeah. <laughs> so I said to him, I said, you need to find where the best mole is because I oh, love yeah. mole, so good, right? Yeah. And uh, and tacos. Yeah. But what is he doing? He's going to all the Domino's in Mexico oh, and trying their pizza. pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. I actually watch. Um, that reminds me. Side like sidetrack, but um, I watch a YouTube a YouTuber. Um, I think his name's Strictly Dumpling, and he does that in. He goes over to to Asia and yeah. hits up all the Seven Elevens and eats at all the Seven Elevens and like the McDonald's and like. I can't eat any of the food no, that he's eating. No, not 7-Eleven. Oh. But over in Japan, the 7-Elevens are like crazy. Like when I was even in um, South Korea in Seoul and all mm-hmm. that, the 7-Elevens totally different than they are here. Um, but it's funny to see, like he goes over to Asia and there's amazing, like some of the best food in the world is in Asia and he's eating at like McDonald's and 7-Elevens just to see show the no. contrast. And I'm like, this is hilarious. Like, the, uh the my wife almost poisoned me from 7-Eleven. I was at Studio oh, Fair. I just no. had a hip replacement. Okay. So it was six weeks from my hip replacement. I was I was at Studio Fair because I was as the artist in resident. I got a I got a I got my own booth for free. Oh wow! Which is huge. Yeah. Big and uh, and I'm like I'm not gonna miss this. So Friday I was really hungry. My wife stopped at 7-Eleven and got me a sandwich. No. In the middle of the <laughs> no, night. No. In the middle of the night I was so sick. Yeah. And I couldn't. Like, uh, because I'm hobbling along yeah, and I can't bend down to get into the bat, like, to yeah. throw up in the toilet. So oh, I'm at man. the kitchen sink. That's terrible. <laughs> and I'm never like, again. And well, well, when I used to drink, that's what I would do. Oh, I'd yeah. like, get sick and I'd be like, throw up anywhere, right? Yeah, and and my wife is like, what are you doing puking in the <laughs> kitchen sink? <laughs> right? I'm like, oh, this, I, I remember, I, I remember this. This takes me back to my <laughs> Takes me back days. to my days, yeah. yeah, when I was a drunk. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> terrible. So... Now you, so you, you sort of got it under control. 
sort yes. of or mostly I, I manage yes manage. i um i haven't had tests in a while because i was kind of yeah. just burnt out i was like the anxiety from all the testing and because I suffer anxiety as well, I had since I was a kid, but it, it went away actually through my volleyball years. Like mm-hmm. I never, never was anxious. Like I lived to be on a volleyball court and almost like it might sound really bad, but like almost in a way performing for people. Like mm-hmm. I li- I lived on, that was like a high for me. The yeah. more people that would come and watch, like the be- I loved it. Yeah. And if that were to happen with my artwork, like I would panic like I would just utterly panic why I wonder why that is I I don't know like I don't know maybe yeah I don't know I I think I'm just I was more confident comfortable and confident in my athletic abilities than my artist abilities and I think because I was always so focused on sports and that was kind of almost maybe my outlet to feel to feel a sense of confidence when maybe I wasn't confident in a lot of other areas um Mm -hmm. Maybe that's why I'm not sure, but well, I'll tell you what. If I I'm going to I'm going to let people know where they can see your art, <laughs> and and I they'll probably they'll, they'll agree with me on this that that I don't and 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 I could I could tell you oh but your art is so great why are yeah. you so and you it know sounds like I'm fishing right and, but I'm no not, but it's, I no you're not because I get it right yeah. you know As artists, people always, can tell us oh yeah. your art is wonderful and we're yeah. like we're like uh no 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 no, no yeah. not right not today i don't feel yeah. i don't feel it today i don't today. feel it today yeah and one of my um best friends his name is tobias if he's listening hello but yeah he um he always for years would say to me like i tell you you're good all the time and then when an illustrator or an animator tells you you're good then you accept it and i'm like yeah, because like, <laughs> I feel like they peers. know what they're doing. And I look up to, and not that I don't look up to my friend. He's he's an amazing human being. Um, but yeah, it's like certain people I'll be like, oh my gosh, thank you. That means so much. And then like my parents will be like, Hannah, it's great. And I'm like, eh, I can do better. Like, you know? So <laughs> have, you, it, have you had any of them tell you they didn't like something? Uh, not really. Like, you know what? That will... Yeah. That'll change how you look at your art. Yeah. I think, well, like my, my boyfriend, Mark, he will sometimes say like, oh, like, you, yeah, maybe you could do this. Like he's, and I appreciate him because I know he's always honest with mm-hmm. me. And I like he, but I mean, he always loves everything that I do, but he's a musician. So he kind of gets that where he, he wants the honesty with his music that he creates from me. Mm-hmm. So he'll like we have that understanding I think um so if anyone I think him probably my mother as well because you know your your mom is always like yeah. you, all, your biggest fan but also a very good critic Honest, yeah. of yourself <laughs> so um she can definitely be like oh well maybe you should do this and I'm like that's not my like for lack of a better word brand like that's not what I'm you know yeah. doing and she's like but it'll sell and I'm like yeah but like I don't want to create artwork just to sell it you know mm-hmm. I want to create art that I want to look at so anything that I usually create um well some things that I put out I'm like oh, I hate that why you know I'll look back on it and be like I terrible but you know I must have identified with it at the time at right? the time because yeah. I created it yeah. so um yeah so like certain things um I don't know. People will be like, oh, will you do this for a commission? And I'll turn things down because, and I'm sure other artists do this too, but I'm like, you know what? I don't feel like you, like this is not either my style or what I kind of am good at or comfortable with. So I'll try and point them in a different direction to find Mm -hmm. a better artist suited for that. Cause I'm like, just because I'm an artist doesn't mean that I can do or want to do everything. I can attempt it, but I might not love it when it's done. Therefore I probably won't want to put my name on it and give yeah. it to you or charge you for it because I won't feel like it's I'm a procrastinator when it yeah. comes to oh, when too. it comes to uh commissions because I'll get to a certain point mm-hmm. and then I'll stop and then I think I think and I this is a, for me I don't know about other artists I think perhaps it is the case but for me it's like if I don't finish this then they can't then they can't not see like how it, bad right? it is. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm the same. I have like, like I was telling you earlier, I have like nine commissions right now that yeah. I'm working on. Some of them, I like, it'll be for springtime because they're for like nurseries and stuff like that, which yeah. is, they're going to be really cute. And I'm excited about some of those. 
but I'm currently doing like um some people have asked me to do Christmas presents for loved ones so I'm doing like a little short story illustrated book Mm -hmm. for a friend nice and I'm just like like I'm like as much as I would love to be an amazing storyboard artist and like all these it doesn't come naturally for me yeah so my poor friend like I just feel so bad I'm like yeah yeah I'm gonna be done soon like but I'm just like I'm it's a struggle um so I, I try, but I think sometimes I need to start saying no to more things because as a people pleaser, I want to do it and I want to do it well, but it takes me 10 times longer because it's not comfortable for me and I struggle through it and I fight myself over it and then I'll procrastinate for weeks and weeks mm-hmm. and weeks and then yeah. I'm like, then I feel guilty because I'm like, oh my gosh, it's taking me forever and I haven't even started or something, you know, but um I, I need to start, I think, being more, like, honest and being like, you know what, I need to say no to this. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and not feeling bad about saying no because that's where I struggle as well. I always want I, – I want to – I'm a people pleaser. Like, yeah. I want to I make people happy, so. It's uh, – no is a complete sentence. Yeah. Right? And doesn't need an expo- ex- explanation. I just say, no, I'm sorry, I can't do that. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, I know that uh, when we'll go, I go back to that when I asked you if somebody ever told somebody you cared about ever told you they didn't like something. I had a, I had my fiance at the time. I showed her a piece I was working on. Yeah. Just about done. And were you proud of it too? Oh yeah, yeah. and I loved it. Yeah. And she said, she said, I don't really like that. Oh no. And I was like, so at oh. first it was like my guts tightened yeah. up, right? My heart clenched. Yeah. Because you're and so then, like. Yeah. Like, I was excited yeah, to show wanna, it. Like, be be proud of me, please. But like. then, but then, actually, what happened was, I it was, uh, and I hope other people get to this point where it's like, oh, okay, yeah. Well, I like it. Yeah. And okay. I'm, yeah, I'm not kind of everybody's that, gonna like it. Yeah, I'm kind of at that point now. As I get older, I think we kind of more naturally get that way. Yeah. Um, because I'm like you know what, I'm making it because I like it. Mm-hmm. So, and, and art is objective anyway. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I could show my work to a room of 50 people and 20 of them will love it. And other people will be like, oh, that's, you know, it's technically nice or whatever, but it's not, I don't connect with it. Mm-hmm. And then some people will maybe be like, eh, not my thing, don't yeah. love it. But you yeah. know what, that's f- I don't have to be everybody's no. cup of tea, you know? Yeah. None of us are. And if you live trying to please everybody, you're probably not going to please yourself. So, um, like, yeah, I try to... I always go back to, like, I love Disney and Pixar. And Pixar, I remember there's a documentary that they have, um, the Pixar story. And I can't remember who it is, but one of them says in there, you know, we just make movies that we want to watch. And Pixar's been very successful. If you look at all, a lot of their movies, I mean, some of them aren't what I think is their best work, but you can't be amazing every single time you put something out. And I think if you create things that you love, or you love, you know, as a musician, love to listen to, or as an artist, love to look at, or, you know, whatever, I think you're at least staying on the right track mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you're creating for yourself. Um if you're constantly creating for everyone else, you're probably going to lose yourself a little bit. And then you're not going to have that cohesiveness to your work too. Yeah. So I know, uh, what do you, what do you experiment with? Like, what is your, what is the thing that you go into that maybe, you know, is not going to maybe not well received or. It's always funny because I feel like I try, I try to, I don't know, the things that I feel like are going to be really well received, if I post them on Instagram, usually get like the least amount. Like a lot of people, I I think I have followers because I post a lot of Disney stuff, but I also post a lot of stuff that I, like, I mean, I love Disney, but I also try and post a lot of original stuff like palm trees and Mm -hmm. tropical, like I do flamingos and um, I do a lot of watercolors, which I find really relaxing to do. and I just like to look at them mm-hmm. and I like the way they look. So a lot of that kind of stuff, the people that love the Disney stuff that I post are like, eh, not interested or, you know, they'll, they'll like it or they'll, but it's just, I find either, I don't know. It's funny. Like 
I'll I'll get ready to post something and I'll be like, this is going to be a heavy hitter. Like it's going to get yeah. a lot of attention. And then it's like, it falls flat. And I'm like, why? What the hell? Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> like, but um, you never know what people are going to like. Um, a lot of people love when I post like Disney stuff and I've yeah. been doing a lot of like digital stuff and that those, you know, little Disney characters that I do or whatever are quite easy for me to mm-hmm. pump out quite quickly. Um, the digital Disney stuff that I do takes me maybe like two hours, three hours. Well, so what do you use? What do you use? Um, I, I do have a Cintiq, but I don't use it, which oh. is terrible because it's a beautiful Cintiq. I've got an Intuos um, that I use yeah. for my digital stuff. Yeah, yeah. my I'm... I haven't used Photoshop or Illustrator in a very long time, and I um, feel like I don't even know how to use it anymore. So mm-hmm. I, I'm actually looking. If anyone's out there and can help me with that, <laughs> I would love to I help would love you. To, no, honestly, I, yeah. was, I, I need to learn because if I need to get a job, <laughs> I need to know these tools. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but currently, I've been using an app called Procreate on my um, iPad Pro with my Apple Pencil. And I am obsessed with it. I've been using it for years now. Uh, do you Love have it. the Do you have the cloud? Yes, I have it here with me. And you have. Uh, they have something new now. Oh. And it's brushes. Oh. It's called Adobe Fresco, and you can probably get it. Oh. I can't get it because I use Androids. Right? Oh yeah, no, I'm an Apple user. And through um, and, through. <laughs> and and so I can't get it yet. But I was looking at some well, of you the. You can try on mine. <laughs> I, I might we'll do it. I might yeah. do it, right? Because it it looks like so. So when you you know how when you take um when you take some watercolor and you put it to the paper and it yeah and it bleeds and it bleeds out, out, out yeah that does the same exact that, thing. Wow. I was yeah. doing the tutorial. I, I was looking at the tutorial and and the impressive and I was like wow. Huh. That's I want cool. this so bad. Yeah. No. Um. Procreate has it's like that as well. Um. It's a beautiful app, and I think they're based out of Australia, this company. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a lot of artists are starting to use Procreate, I've been noticing. And you can actually use, like, professional – you can make professional quality imagery from it. And, um, yeah, artists are using it a lot now, it, it, where it used to just be, like, the, you know, the classic, like, Photoshop, Illustrator, mm-hmm. all those kind of um, programs. But now – procreates really really stepping up to the plate and i i love it i mainly love it because i can take my ipad with me everywhere yeah and my charger and my pencil and it's like easy convenient and you can do anything on it i know there's a backlash against the adobe creative cloud Oh. And and a lot, yeah, because people don't want to subscribe. Mm. So I noticed from, because yeah. I've been mm. doing, I've done photography for about 30, 30 some years. And, and some of these photographers are going to different, different platforms, different use, different uh, software. And same with illustrators. Procreate is a name that, that, yeah. that, that, uh, that I'd heard before. Yeah. And yeah, I, uh, I just, I, I'm like. Photoshop and Illustrator are, I'm, I'm a very, I like traditional, I'm kind of old fashioned. Mm -hmm. I like pencil and paper. Um, so I don't, I like computers. Like I'm good at computers, Mm -hmm. but like anything to do with math or like, um, numbers or computer, like I'm just like, my brain's kind of like, not interested. I can do it, but I don't want to. So Mm -hmm. it kind of shuts off. Um, and I know there's a pretty decent learning curve to like Photoshop and Illustrator. So I'm just kind of like, it's another one of those things that I'm like procrastinating on yeah, because yeah, I'm like, meh, yeah. don't need to. Like Procreate's great for now. So yeah, well, then I, it works. I, I have to because I desperately want to eventually be in Los Angeles or, you know, working in the industry. Mm-hmm. And if I don't have that on my resume, like nobody's going to look at me, you know? So. It's, uh, for me, I don't use Illustrator that much, but I do a lot of digital imaging. Yeah. So, and, and I do, like, uh, composites. Right. So, like, taking a photo of you, and I could put you with a dragon or with right. a... Right, yeah, and that's so whatever. cool. I want to learn that. I could <laughs> like, have you, you, and, you and Mickey hanging out, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, um, and, but, you know, Illustrator, but I can't draw worth a shit. Oh, see. I can't. I mean, I can, I can do some things, but when I try and when I try and get realistic, like realism, yeah, it turns out to be cartoonish. Like in the program, anywhere. Oh, and oh, in anything, anywhere. yeah, oh. yeah. That's so I really have to, you know. Yeah. 
I really, I struggle. Yeah. But I mean, I struggle. Like it's, it's so funny to me. I have a friend who works for Nickelodeon and Mm -hmm. he is so talented and he, so he does like, he, he works on SpongeBob, but he's like a storyboard artist and he's amazing. Mm -hmm. Some of the stuff that he draws, I'm just like, I want to do that. Like, please give me half of your talent. And then, you know, because he does a lot of cartoon and character design and like, it's so good. It's so good. And I will show him like, you know, I'm working on this um, French bulldog for a friend right now, like pointillism. Mm -hmm. And it's like pretty realism, like realistic. And it's um, incredible. Thank you. (laughs) And, you know, it's like a lot. It's like so far 12 hours of work of just dots. Mm -hmm. And, and then I'll show him that and he'll be like, Hannah, you're amazing. Oh my God. And I'm like, no, like you're the amazing one. Like, stop it. You know? Um, but I, I noticed a lot of artists will do that where they're like, you know, they'll focus on their shortcomings and mm-hmm. be like, I wish I could do that. We're all guilty of it. Yeah. Um, but really there's people, there's other artists out there that you think like you admire and that you think are amazing and they look at you and be like well i wish i could do what you're doing yeah, so yeah 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 it's yeah. like it's a double-edged sword you're like you're never gonna really win if you just sit and and stew on that um which i do all the time so mm-hmm. but it, i mean i shouldn't but yeah it's uh it's funny artists no matter what level we're at we're always feeling like we're not good enough in yeah. a way yeah um you look at disney legends like even like glenn keen who worked on a ton of Disney films, like all the best. And he's amazing. And I've listened to podcasts with him and he says the exact same thing. And yeah. I'm like, you're a Disney legend. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I know that, you're uh, not good enough. Like, what do you mean? But I think it's, uh, I know for, for me, I need to focus on, on those things that I am. Right. That, that are in my wheelhouse. Yeah. Right? Your strengths. Yeah. And, uh, and not worry about the rest. I still explore. Yeah. And right? we should explore, yeah. right? Because mm-hmm. that's how we're going to progress and yeah. find. Because if we don't, like, you know, there's so many people out there that might be amazing singers or uh, amazing writers, or but they've never tried it. So we'll never know, right? And I, and I think, I, uh, and this goes, I think, to schooling. Like, like for, for the last few years or the last few generations, I guess, uh, where they've just said, oh, you, well, you, we can't hurt John, we can't hurt little Johnny's feelings, right? right? So you yeah. get a, you get We're a ribbon for, like, yeah. you know, you get a mark for, and I think, I think when I was younger, it was, you're no good at that. Yeah. This is not your thing. Yeah. Maybe go try. Because I wanted to play volleyball. Did you? And I got cut. I could teach you. I didn't play. <laughs> I was, I didn't, I couldn't, I didn't make the team. Yeah. Uh, but I found out I could play basketball. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm and not very go. big in stature. Right. I'm, I'm pretty short. But, uh, and then I find out, you know, that I can't do one thing. Okay. I can't do that. I'm not going to keep trying and trying and no. trying and, not, you know, banging my head against a wall. Yeah. I'll go try something else. That you can do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, I'm a, I'm a firm believer, like, um, maybe this relates a little bit, I don't know, but I always say, because I get people that, you know, aren't artists or whatever, and they'll come up to me and they'll be like, like friends or family, and they'll be like, I wish I could draw like that. And I, like, after I show them a piece that I'm working on, and I'm like, you can, like, you can, you can, yeah. like, you can, I'm a firm believer, and again, super cliche, but you can do anything, like, I mean, within reason, obviously, mm-hmm. but you can do anything that if you put enough time and effort into something and make it a genuine priority you'll accomplish it Mm -hmm. um that goes for pretty much anything i think like i mean i've always wanted to skateboard always like i and i can skateboard Mm -hmm. but i i can only like cruise like i can't do tricks but i've never tried so at the same time i'm like I can't sit here and complain about not being able to skate properly or like wet, like at the level that I would like to when I've never fully tried. I mean, most of it was because I could never get injured with sports and stuff, but Mm -hmm. certain things. So like people will come up to me. Yeah. And they'll be like, I wish I could draw. And I'm like, or they'll say, you're so naturally gifted. And I'm like that, like, I, I'm sorry. I appreciate the compliment Mm -hmm. because I know where they're Mm -hmm. coming from. And like anyone who said this to me ever, like, thank you. I appreciate it. But I'm like, that kills me to hear that. Cause I'm like, 
you have no idea how many years I've put into this, like building this skill or building, you know, like five years ago, I couldn't draw portraits to save my life. Mm-hmm. I, I genuinely couldn't. Yeah. And you would l- go back and look at my people drawing skills from 10 years ago. And it's like laughable. Like it looks like a kindergarten mm-hmm. student. Yeah, drew it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now I'm like, I love to do portraits. And I, I started doing portraits because I wanted to challenge myself and see if I could do it. And now I'll do these ballpoint pen portraits um, occasionally where I'm like, you know what? I, I just want to do it. And you train your eye to look at things a different way and put the the dark where the shadows go and leave the light light. And that's all it is. And mm-hmm. I'm like, it's very simple if you just break it down. And if you want to learn how to draw well enough, just start doing you it. Will. You yeah. will. You just start doing it and ask people who know how to, you know, have been down that road a little mm-hmm. bit. And they'll tell you, like, yeah, I used to suck at that, too. Like, but you'll learn if it's important to you. Um, so, yeah, it kind of kills me when people no, are like, I agree naturally too. gifted. I think, uh, like, well, it's the same, like, with photography. I mean, like, I do, like, the, the abstract stuff. And I do, yeah. I have my digital art. Photography is my, my thing. Your like I said, 30-some years. And people will say, oh, you have, those are nice pictures. You must have really good equipment. Yeah. And I'm like, no. I'm like, (laughs) you can shoot on an iPhone nowadays and it can look good. I do, but this takes like, it it takes me a long time. And I'm sure if you look back at your, oh, shitty. Your, (laughs) right? Like your (laughs) early stuff, you're like, what was I thinking? But at the time, that's what you knew yeah. and that's how you that's how you progress and it's, it looked good at the time to, to me you have to have yeah. like i have so many drawings in sketchbooks at home that i would never show anyone yeah. Yeah. because they're terrible like there's i mean some people might look and be like oh that's cute or whatever but like to me it's like those will never see the light of day because they're bad but they yeah. have helped me get to this point now yeah. where yeah. i can actually sit here and be like i'm proud of this drawing or that drawing or whatever not proud of the other ones, but in a way I am because mm-hmm. they've been stepping stones to help me learn new techniques or whatnot. I've so. painted over so many canvases and I oh buy gosh, cheap yeah. canvases. Like, like there's some cheap, like oh, that, yeah. that one there, I, people can't see it, but yeah. I, I've been practicing and practicing and practicing and practicing yeah. this shading right. bit for two years. Yeah. And I'm kind of at the point You're where to- I'm getting it, but I'm still not happy with it. Yeah right so yeah but it takes a it takes work and time and people only see the finished product generally Mm -hmm. you know i'll post a finished drawing and they'll be like oh that's beautiful and i'm like you didn't see the 72 hours that went into like my one palm tree was like a very long sitting because it's a nine by 12 i think and Mm -hmm. it was like you know genuinely like close to 70 hours of just stippling and line work and like really tiny micron pens and and you know people will be like oh that's nice and i'm like yeah yeah it's you know a lot of a lot of time went into that but yeah and then i and then you know and okay so you don't see the time they don't see it yeah i can't really fault them for it no no you know but uh that's you know maybe take a step back and look at the big picture yeah and you'll have and I and that's why I don't know about you, but I don't donate any pieces to silent auctions or or any any charity events unless they're art related, because most people and this is not this is not uh, I don't want to I'm not you know laying any nasty stuff on people, <laughs> uh, they just don't understand yeah the value the va- yeah and the work that goes into yeah. it. Uh, and, and it's not, you know, I mean, they're just, they're just ignorant of it. It's not their yeah. fault. It's right? not their fault. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that goes into another topic too, of like, that's the hardest part of this business is pricing my work. Mm-hmm. I hate it. When yeah. people ask me, like, they'll say, oh, I would love a commission. You know, I'd love this, this or this. And I'm like, oh, that's actually something I'd be interested in doing. Yes, I would love that. And then they're like, well, what's your rates? And I'm like, oh, my gosh, please mm-hmm. don't ask me that. Like, I know you have to, but, like, please don't ask me that. I hate it. I have a great book for you to read then. Okay. It's called yeah, The Artists or the Photographer. This, in this case, it was a ph- – no, I think it was The Artist, the artist's Lifesaver. Okay. Or the art- artist. I'm totally down. I love yeah. books. I love to read, so – and it goes through it goes through pricing. Yeah. Talks about pricing and how it is the yeah. devil for me. Like I cannot I because I, again I'm a people pleaser. I yeah. want to I just want to give it away because to me it's like which you know I can't yeah. do. I used to when I first kind of was starting. Mm-hmm. Um cuz you do have to start somewhere and you do have to 
people have to see your work in order yeah. to acquire it and be interested in it. So I would give pieces away or I would do drawings for people. And There's an artist in Toronto. And what she did early on in her career, and I admire her work. It's, it's wonderful abstract work. And she would wrap it up in butcher's paper. Okay. And take it out and leave it and somewhere leave it. Yeah. in the city. That's so cool. And say, like this is, drops. I hope you appreciate yeah. this, right? And I, yeah, I actually want to do that. I'm going down to Los Angeles, I was telling you, in yeah. about nine days for Designer Con. Um, a friend of mine invited me so graciously. This is a massive opportunity, I feel like. Um, he's incredible. He's a great artist. He's a, he's a, pretty he's a skateboarder yeah he's a skater. are you gonna skateboard i don't i don't know come on <laughs> i, I want to learn you know <laughs> I told you don't you have I to worry about so injuring yourself and i don't well. want to learn from the bet one of the best yeah, in the world because yeah, yeah. that's just too anxiety inducing but no he's become a great friend of mine this guy and um invited me down to help him with his booth and like see if i can network with some people and of course i've wanted great. to go to these conventions yeah. for years um so yeah booked a trip like nine days in advance and here I'm gonna go down and I'm very nervous about it very anxious but I can't turn these opportunities down so I'll be going down there but um oh I can't remember I lost my train of thought now but yeah oh yeah artist drops so what I want I want to do some of those down there like yeah um so I have another artist friend who works at Disneyland on Main Street and he's one of like he used to do um paint all the like the watch faces that they would sell at Disneyland and mm-hmm. does a lot of like cells and stuff like that um that people can buy and super talented guy again like character designer type he's amazing his name's Eric Scales if you want to check him out but he um I know he's done art drops before and I'm like that's a good idea because being up in Canada it's hard to get exposure elsewhere sometimes I find mm-hmm. um so yeah I think I'm going to take some of my pieces like prints and just drop them and so you know, what would you do just drop cards. them where where would you anywhere Disneyland maybe like I don't know oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah. or at, just even at that like the designer con or you know just coffee shops like kind of leave them tucked hidden somewhere and yeah. whoever finds it you know, if they appreciate it. Right on the back. Information. Yeah. yeah. And I'll, you know, put a business card in there or whatever. Cool. Just so people, I think that's a cool way of like, you know, it's almost like a little like gift that you find. I mean, you know what? The person that finds it might not like appreciate it or yeah. they might not get it or whatever. But they might give it to but somebody who does. But they might give it to does. someone who yeah. does. Or, you yeah. know, it's just, I think it's a cool way of getting yourself out there even more like, but kind of anonymously in a weird way, you know? <laughs> It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work being yeah. a, like uh, on, I have a bumper sticker on the back of my truck that says artwork is work. It's work. Yeah. yeah. And uh, there's a so I would just love to hire somebody to promote me. Totally. And just and just let me make stuff. And man, handle right? my everything. Like, handle my everything. Finance handle stuff, my life. Like, handle my <clears throat> business. Yeah. I know. I always tell my friends that like some of my close friends. I'm like, if I ever actually make a go at this, like you know, somehow make it big time as an artist. Like I'm hiring one of you or all of you to just like do my like to, you know what? Bring me lunch while I'm working. <laughs> like, <laughs> I you know, I'll, I'll pay you very well if I'm yeah. making good money, but like, you know, like handle my price points and handle people that are like, well, why would I pay that for that? You know, cause they don't understand or whatever. They don't understand the hours and hours of work it takes but it is artwork. There's an artist. Um, or it is work. It is. It is. Yeah. It's an incredible. It's it's like going out and marketing is is tough. Yeah. Um, Self-promotion is tough. Shameless. Like, I do that shamelessly. It's so shameless. I, do, I mean, I, I feel like yeah. this podcast for me is shameless. Well, it's great, man. Like, it's here, everyone come check me out. Check like. it out. You got to check out her <laughs> stuff, man. Um, and that's, no, it's about, I, I think what it is is, yeah, I, I love to promote Local artists. Right. I love to promote talented people in in whatever. Like when I say artists, I mean musicians and writers. Yeah, any creation. Yeah, Yeah. any any creative. And uh, so, no, it's not shameless at all. Self-promotion is, yeah, we got to do it. You Uh, have to. No one's going to do it for us. Yeah. I mean, I think the way that you do it and your character behind it Mm -hmm. will speak for itself if you do it in a genuine way, if it comes from a genuine place. If you're, you know, if your head is inflated to an 
enor- like enormous size, then I think it's a li- it might come across a little bit different. But I think for the yeah. most part, artists were not like that because a lot of us are either introverted or well, maybe Damien ridden or like you like know. Damien Hurst. He's probably one of those. I don't like his work. He's one of those, and this is just me. He's just one of those pretentious artists that I don't. I would never want to be around. No. And I hope I never get that way right <laughs> yeah. you know no, and it's I, like it's like it's a shark and it's just a shark in a tank like yeah well whatever like you said earlier it's artist subjective yeah some people love it i mean they, they totally. eat it up right yeah i maybe i'm just jealous that he's making millions of dollars <laughs> and i'm not i i don't know i i i can't imagine my personality like in my my character ever change like even if i did get to that level i i mean future hannah if you're listening to this like i can't imagine i just can't imagine my my character changing that much um to being that way because that's just never been me ever um let me just pay it forward right that's my that's what i've been yeah if i've been given a gift yeah you know and i have my you know i think times are tough sometimes you've gone through it life is life and you go through ups and downs. Everyone does. And I know, and you said you, you pray. Uh, I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a pretty good life. Yeah. You know, I'm grateful. I mean, it's not, the, it's not you know, I'm not living in a mansion on a no. hill, you know, or on the but ocean overlooking. we don't overlooking. need that either. No. That's so excessive, right? Like, as humans, the materialistic stuff, it's just it's extra. Just it's stuff. bonus. It's, yeah. bo- it's bonus, yeah. right? And we don't need that to survive. Um, so I think to live graciously for what we do have is like super important and Mm -hmm. i think that's when you go through things that are hard like illness or um grief i also recently lost my grandmother Mm -hmm. one of my grandmas and i was very close with her and it was very sudden and unexpected and that was very it still is difficult because it was like you know very recently and um you go through these times and you again cliche you realize what's important and you're like you know what maybe I need to live a little bit more graciously or grateful for what I do mm-hmm. have and the mm-hmm. people that I have. And cause the people are more important than the stuff, you know, we're going to leave it at that. Yeah. I'm grateful <laughs> that you came by. I'm grateful <laughs> that you asked me. It was very nerve wracking. I, for anyone listening, I put this off for months and I think yeah. I, I think I said no to him a few times, but yeah, finally. It was, like my, it. it was like my ex-wife. I asked her like, I don't know, six times to marry me. <laughs> but she didn't marry me until I got an inheritance. <laughs> oh, no. That's terrible. Oh, my gosh. Exes that's are exes terrible. for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> but we wish them well. I wish them well. Yes. I don't wish any harm, you know. No. And there's the thing about forgiveness eh? and, and, and grace. Yeah. You said grace. You either win or you learn. Yeah. yeah. Win or learn. Totally. I always say... Uh, because we both have this 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 God thing going on, I always say I'm gonna grow. Yeah. Like I'm gonna grow. Yeah. Uh, God will give me an opportunity to grow. Totally. Uh, and I'll either grow His or her or its way. Yeah. Or I'll grow my way. Right. And God's way is sometimes painful, but usually oh, yeah. okay. My way, infinitely painful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm still going to grow. But then the pain really offsets. When you go through bad times, you really appreciate the good times. Because yeah. otherwise, if it was all good, you'd be like... be pretty boring. I'm numb to this. Like, it doesn't feel good anymore. Yeah. It would just be almost, you know. Yeah. So when it's good, then you you really notice after you've been through some tough stuff. I'm grateful you came. Yeah. Thank you. I'm grateful to be here. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. This episode was recorded at Amanika Arts in downtown Prince George, edited and published by Strange Trip Studios. If you'd like to listen to more of our Arts North podcast, just click on the link in the description. If you'd like to see some of our Arts North YouTube videos, check out Take 5 Press on YouTube. If you have an idea for an episode, get a hold of me at press at take5media.com. I'm Michael Cass for Arts North. Thanks for listening.